Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3 exclusive to the Ginger's Perspective. It is Friday and another weekend of the Premier League awaits us. It's been a frustrating break. I mean, we had to watch Bafana Bafana lose twice to Cape Verde. So I'm glad that's a thing of the past. And now, Mo, we can focus on what really matters. The best league in the world. Before we start, what's your take on this whole transfer window closing before the season gets underway? I know a lot of managers will be in favour, but Manchester United and Manchester City were among five clubs that voted against it. Your thoughts? I think it's interesting. Eh? Um, it's a strange thing because it's only going to apply to the Premier League uh, teams that they can do business with one another. I mean, but what happens when... Barcelona show interest or Real Madrid show interest in your player, it's still going to come to the same thing. You know, they're going to unsettle your, 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 your plans and all of that. It makes sense from some of the manager's point of view, if you look at Arsene Wenger, because he now, he then knows if his players are in or out, you know, Chamberlain wouldn't be allowed to move to Liverpool if it, you know, if it closed early enough. So um, it's a bit dodgy. Eh? I, and also it's going to put pressure on, you know, when Premier League teams are going to now be interested in players from outside the league, then those guys are just going to jack up their prices because they know they have a you know, limited time to do their business. Yeah, well, I blame PSG. Yes. I mean, they, they're to blame for this whole thing. Let's they just leave it. the whole thing. <laughs> but it's also, I mean, you look at the players that wanted out of their clubs, you've got to blame them as well. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's talk about that quickly. I mean, you think of Alexis Sanchez, Diego Costa, Virgil van Dijk, Philippe Coutinho, just to name a few players that Ross were... Barkley. let's not forget Ross Barkley. Yeah, Ross Barkley, who allegedly didn't uh, turn up for a medical at Chelsea. Anyway, we won't go into that, but... Because the manager's phone was, manager's phone was off. I mean, come on. Come on. Um, <laughs> Conte was in a movie. I mean, he was watching uh, a Wild West or something like that. Classic, a Western. He was, he was catching up on his Game of Thrones. I mean, honestly... <laughs> Don't disturb me when I'm watching the Khaleesi. Exactly. Now, look, I mean, it's it's strange. All those guys who were linked with moves away from the club handed that hand in transfer requests that have been ordered to train with the reserves, they're all still at their clubs. So what now for them? Do they, you know, they suck it up, just play for a few months, get themselves in the shop window for the January transfer? Or maybe they just, you know, buckle down, do the work, and then leave at the end of the season? Yeah, I find it quite interesting because surely as a club, if a guy like Virgil van Dijk says, look, I want to go, there's a chance that £60 million is coming your way. Um, you know, he's a defender. I know he, he was one of their star players, still is. But, I mean, surely you don't stand in the in the player's way and you say, okay, cool, we'll take £60. Pounds. There's two, two million, £30 million defenders potentially, which is not bad business at all. But... It's strange. I think Southampton, I don't know if Southampton have any players left, to be honest. I mean, there's just Most been... Most of them are at Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I agree with you. They they should be taking the money. If the guy doesn't want to be at the club, he's had his head turned, let him go, make some money, and you will. it's not like he's the last ever defender. You'll find somebody that you can mould into the next Virgil van Dijk, and then he'll join Liverpool. But irrespective you will find players it's not like there's a shortage of players yeah I, th I think it's business at the end of the day stuff loyalty i mean really these days 
you know, it's very rare that you see a player playing his whole career for a club, one club. I mean, Stevie G, Frank Lampard, you know, that sort of thing. It's um, it's very rare these days. Today, it's it's I've got 10 years in professional football. I need to make as much money as possible. And I say, stuff it. If a Philippe Coutinho, doesn't matter how good he is, if 180 million is coming your way, take it. I mean, especially Liverpool at this stage. You look at their... their attacking options they've got some proper attacking options do they really need a Coutinho I mean for 180 million they could have signed plenty other players yeah they could have filled a whole new team yeah defenders is where they would need to strengthen that's for sure and they're gonna, but then again you know they're coming up against Man City so they're going to need all hands on deck for that one eh? yeah look that that's probably the pick of the weekend's matches I mean apart from the Swansea Newcastle clash uh, oh, th- this is but this is yeah that's on Sunday so for, for Saturday Manchester Liverpool get the proceedings underway. Manchester City Liverpool get the proceedings underway early doors. So I think it's a, is it a Hoppus one kickoff? Yes, Hoppus one kickoff. Yeah. One of those two teams will be top of the Premier League until United kicks off later. In terms of some team news, I mean City have added some great signings. Um, but could we see Coutinho? Could we see Oxlade Chamberlain feature in, in in this one after his thirty-five million pound move from the Gunners, the Gunners? I think it would depend on what the score would be. If Liverpool are up maybe two or three, you'd say, okay, then they'd throw him in. But I don't think they'd start him because obviously he must you know, get accustomed to the way Klopp operates and how the team plays and all that stuff. So I don't think he'll start. And I heard that it looks like Coutinho is not starting either, but that's strange because he played for Brazil twice in this international game, but he's not going to start. I heard something about Klopp saying he's lacking fitness, but... Two matches for Brazil, you know, World Cup qualifiers. Qualifiers, not even friendlies. It's not friendlies. These are these are this real stuff, the real business. Um, interesting one for you. Liverpool have a great record against City. Um, played four, they yet to lose under Jurgen Klopp against City. If that counts for anything, we'll have to wait and see. But um, City have not enjoyed playing Liverpool of late. So if you're having a bet, a punt. Uh, fantasy, maybe you know that might just sway, especially with uh, Mane scoring for Senegal in the week. But anything can happen. I think uh, we might see some goals. Mo, what's your prediction for this early kickoff on Saturday? A two-two draw. Oh. Liverpool's defense is shocking. City's attack is is not they're not peaking right at the right time yet. But uh, I think uh, Jesus will will get two goals at least. Do you think Jesus is someone you draft in now uh, to your fantasy side? I mean, I must be honest. I'm, I'm that free the free hit. I'm looking at this week. I really am looking at this week, and potentially my wild card. But I might just keep my wild card and play my free hit this weekend. That might just be the way to go because I think um, a lot of managers will be tinkering with their side and can't. They won't be able just to move one or two players. They need to rethink their whole strategy considering. How some have played, you know, this uh, last few bits. So, Jesus, you feel he's got goals in him. He's exciting. He's fast. Uh, if he starts, we don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. What, what is your take? Is it, is it worth considering the wild card or, or maybe the going with a free hit? I think you're going to have to consider the free hit. Not Maybe not a wild card. Maybe just the free hit. Because, I mean, you have to look at the players that were playing for their international club or countries and how much they've traveled, you know, the South Americans and the African players. So you have to consider that, you know, are they going to be tired? Are they going to be ready, you know, to give it their all? So you may have to consider a free hit. 
All right, so let's see what happens there. It'll be interesting. Harry Kane scored for England, didn't he? And Dele Ali is, I think he's suspended. Yeah, or he's, getting, he's being investigated. I'm not sure yet, but he might miss the game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and Everton-Tottenham is another watch a match to keep an eye on, isn't it? I mean, I don't see... Everton have, like, got great signings, but they haven't gelled yet. And I, and I think with the firepower Spurs have... Harry Kane netting for England midweek. And they've got Fernando Llorente. What a signing. I'm telling you that. I mean, they, they'll have to play two up front with Kane and, and Llorente. Um, yeah, it's th- going to be interesting because traditionally over the last few seasons, they haven't played two No, up. they've played Harry alone up top. Yeah, but I think they might just think about the system. You know, maybe Llorente would be the, the, the number 10 role drop back and feed Kane. I think Kane's gonna he's gonna hit his four now. I mean he's got that goal under his belt. Yeah. Uh, they're not playing at Wembley, so that's always a good thing for him. He, he'll he'll score a couple of goals. I'm not gonna drop him from my team. I'm keeping him. I, th- I think that's a good move. I, I I really think he's he's uh he's the Bugatti of strikers, if you like, or a Ferrari of strikers, or whatever it may be. What's the English equivalent? A Jack? No, he's not a Jaguar of strikers. I think an Aston. Aston Martin, now we're talking. So Harry Kane, keep him in your side. I think Spurs might come away with three points from Goodison, um, if I look at it. Another match, obviously, everyone's um, looking forward to. Leicester-Chelsea, it's the, the former champions and the reigning champions. Hazard back in the mix. He's back in the mix, so that makes it interesting from a fantasy point of view. But also, I mean, you've got Drinkwater. <laughs> Danny Drinkwater, who's uh, an industrious midfielder. Let's put it that way. He's not a showstopper. But thirty-five million pounds to Chelsea, he'll be a workhorse. He'll be a Kante. You know, the two of them against their former club will be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the two of them up against the, uh, you know, the team they they made their names. With. And um, I think I don't know. I, I, I don't even think he'll start Hazard. I think he'd wait. But um, yeah, I think Chelsea should they should pick up the win over Leicester. A little tip for you, Fabregas. Um, Sesc Fabregas has had an incredible run against Leicester. I think he scored and he's been involved in more assists against Leicester than any other club um, in the Premier League. So just keep an eye out for him in terms of the, the fantasy. He might maybe not be a bad idea to switch him and William round. Stoke, Manchester United, no one's giving Stoke a chance here. Uh, everyone's saying United will be far too strong. The game that they, United need to win to you know, secure that they will be definitely title contenders. You know, Everybody says... Can you do it against Stoke on a wet and windy Sunday, Saturday? Saturday. It's usually a Monday, but it's a Saturday. Saturday, yeah, exactly. But, uh, I mean, if they do beat Stoke, then I'd have to say United are serious contenders because Stoke are hard to play a beat uh, at their own home ground. eh? Yeah, at the Britannia, I mean, it is the late kickoff, so it's half past six, South African time. At the Britannia, Stoke are incredibly tough to break down. Mark Hughes sets them up. so I, I'm tempting to. I think it will won't be, it won't be a runaway, uh, victory for United. But I think they'll get the job done nonetheless. I don't think Sco- I, think, I don't think Stoke I, will I score. Think, I take a draw at Stoke. I take a draw any day. I say I say one nil Lukaku. Thing is, they've beaten Stoke. They've beaten Arsenal at home, so it might be a tough place for United. All due respect to the Arsenal. They're not even in the same league as Manchester United in terms of the firepower Manchester United have. You can say what you want. Sanchez's head isn't in the game. He's got a January move lined up, I'm telling you now, to City. Um, United have got this fresh approach. Mkhitaryan is playing great football. Lukaku, Pogba, um, 
I, I just think they'll have too much for Stoke. Honestly, I do. Yeah, on, and on the topic of you know not in the same league, what's going on at Crystal Palace? I'm, I'm reading reports that De Boer is already, you know, they, they're looking to sack him if he doesn't get a decent result over Burnley. I mean, only after four games. I mean, have, games. have Palace scored at all in, uh, since he's been in charge? Scored, eh? I don't think no, they've. They I don't think they've scored a goal, and. No. We know how ruthless this league is when it comes to managers. And Palace, at one point, before Big Sam, the fireman, came in to stem the, the tide, looked like they were certain for the drop. Uh, Palace and West Ham, are, and I'm, I'm pulling Bournemouth into this as well, they've been for a hard time this season. I mean, three games in, they haven't even registered a point. That there is dangerous territory. I mean, even West Ham are talking of getting rid of their manager, and there's rumours of Roberto Mancini coming in. I would love to see him back in the mix. I think he's a great manager. Slavin Bilic, I, I, I really like, but it's a tough sell. When your players haven't bought into your philosophy and they're not giving 100%, West Ham don't have a rubbish squad, by no means. They've got a decent squad. They've got a decent squad, but they're not playing for their manager, are they? They're not blowing bubbles, as they say. Um, they, they, they will fancy their chances against Huddersfield on Monday night. Um, so we'll see. Maybe the Hammers will, will get away there, but... Um, I must say, before we go, Mo, Swansea have done some some interesting business. Wilfred Boney and Renata Sanchez, two of the names they've added. Paul Clement, obviously using his German connections, but it, they're a team that, that also have been flirting with that drop zone for a while um, at times. Um, they'll see this match against Newcastle as a must-win, especially with their two new signings. No, Absolutely. You know, on the topic of Paul Clement, we always, I always rated him as a high-level high manager. I mean, he's been around many top clubs and he's used his context well. And I'm actually excited to see, you know, Renato Sanchez in the Premier League and what he can do. I mean, he'd be a fantastic uh, uh, guy to have in your fantasy team if he, if he can, you know, live up to that reputation that he's building. Yeah, my, my feeling, though, is he'll take time to settle. I think because he's young, he's raw, he's a remarkable talent. The Premier League does take some getting used to, unless you are Morata, who has just taken to like a duck to water. I think Sanchez might take some time, but then again, he might well prove me wrong and score a hat-trick. You never know with this kid. He's ridiculously talented. And it is, I must point out, it's a loan deal. There's no way as Bayern would, would uh, let him go to Swansea unless it was loan. But... It'll be interesting. Boney says he's happy to be back. His son's influenced his move. Newcastle United have injury problems at the back. Chancellor Mbemba's um, uh, obviously got uh, some problems. Uh, the Nutter uh, Mitrovic is banned. Uh, I think John Joe Shelby might be in contention. I'm, uh, I think he's back for this one. Back for this one. But um, Hosselu, uh, there, there seems to be a little bit of new optimism around Newcastle. I know Rafa Benitez has had an operation this week, so he, doesn't, he didn't he face the media. Okay. But he'll, he might be at the game. So we'll see. But... Oh, okay. but I mean, Newcastle should be up for this one because, I mean, they picked up a win against West Ham. Decent result, 3-0. Yeah. So, you know, confidence will be build, building up nicely for them. I think fair result will be a draw there um, in Wales. We'll have to wait and see. Um, let's quickly just recap on fantasy. Um, I know they're talking about West Ham's Antonio as someone to look at. Um, I, I don't know. I think West Ham's hearts aren't in it right now. Um Fantasy, maybe let's let's go with that free hit. Just tinker a bit. Think about the hazard factor. Think about keeping Kane and Lukaku. 
but it does mean a little bit of a balancing act to the rest of your squad because if you do have Kane and Lukaku, there's not much money. Uh, maybe one or two really good midfielders, but you're going to suffer at the back, which it really, really doesn't care unless you have a defender who's scoring week in, week out, which is a rarity. But something to think about, something to ponder. Mo, I mean, your expert analysis, your, your thoughts? saying for a lot of people, if you don't want to go with a very expensive forward line, Marcus Rashford is your guy. I mean, he's scored consistently in his last couple of games. He gets goals. He, he can, I mean, he proves he gets goals even off the bench. Yeah. So, you know, I'd look at Rashford if you, you know, want to balance your books a bit. Yeah, I, th- I think Ra- Rashford's not a bad bet. Uh, I'd stay away from the, the, the Liverpool uh, Man City Lotte. Problem with that is, you know, if it's a damn squib, and then you're going to have a bit of a problem. Yeah, look, in terms of the goal scorers, Sadamani uh, scored three, Lukaku three, Morata two, Firmino two, Martial also has been a new player since the arrival of uh, Lukaku, uh, Salah two, Pogba two, Sterling two. I mean, the list goes on. Another bad, not a bad option, is Jamie Vardy. Um, I know he's a little bit expensive, but. Um, I think he might get you 15 goals in the season. Another option, potentially, Sam Vokes from Burnley. Big, bold striker. Um, but I think Burnley just don't have enough firepower to get him the, that service. So it'll be interesting to see. I think it's going to be an interesting weekend. I think it kicks off nicely with Manchester City against Liverpool just to whet the appetite and uh, goes all the way through to Monday. So the Premier League is back. Thanks for listening. It's been Football 2 Plus 3. Remember, you can catch us on iTunes. Ginger's Perspective, which is cs2plusc.co.za and Cliff Central. So uh, you have all those options to listen to podcasts. Mo, your parting words? As always, be champions. Well, there you have it. Wraps up the podcast. Enjoy the football this weekend. And remember to follow us on Twitter at football2plus3.